Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, March 29th, 2021. It has been 165 there days since Tony Thanos. nominations were announced. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. That is your legacy now. It is, since Grace put it on an Instagram thing. <laughs> yeah. It is now officially the only That's thing it. that matters in my five plus years on Today That's on Broadway. It. There it is. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Ashley, we didn't talk about it ahead of time because we record in advance, so like we forget about holidays a lot. Yeah. But uh, happy World Theater Day, which was on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you do to celebrate such a momentous uh, occasion? Um, not a thing, actually. I watched okay, anime good. and I watched some Among Us, which is not theater in either form. So, okay. uh, you know, I, I kept I continued to keep this job. So that's something. That's good. <laughs> well, we'll see how you make it through the rest of the week. That's very um, true. That's a really big <laughs> if. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I it's it's really hard to celebrate World Theater Day when there's really no theater going on. But it was really cool to see everybody posting pictures um, and videos of their theater careers. I even posted some of mine from my early days yeah. in theater of seventh grade doing Shakespeare, which is when I fell in love with theater. And then the oh. really, really unfortunate beard I had to grow to play Harry the Horse my junior year in high school in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Those are on the Twitter and Instagram if you want to check those monstrosities out. Um, but to celebrate World Theater Weekend, because it was the day after World Theater Day, James Peter and Michael welcomed uh, Kate Kerrigan and Bree Loudermilk onto uh, This Week on Broadway, the writing team uh, behind a ton of really great shows. They talked about The Mad Ones, The women up, the, the Woman Upstairs, The Freshman Experiment, um, a ton of other things on uh, on the show. It's a really great interview. If you haven't checked that out, check out this week on Broadway from uh, from Sunday and you will have a, uh, a really great listen for this writing team that's like always just been on the surface of breaking through yeah. writing really, really great stuff. The Mad Ones is probably their biggest show yeah. originally called The Unauthorized Biography of Sarah Brown, I think, is what it was originally called. S I think um, so. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, and then they change it to The Mad Ones. So anyway, great episode. Listen to that. Check that out in the podcast feed to celebrate World Theater Day. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. First up, I've got a trio of stories with details about some upcoming virtual concerts that I think folks will be really excited about. The first is the always highly anticipated Broadway Backwards from Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. The event will premiere tomorrow, Tuesday, March 30th, and will be available through Saturday, April 3rd on both Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS website and their YouTube channel. As always, the concert will feature performances from Broadway stars singing songs that are usually performed um, by performers of a gender that they do not identify with. And as always, proceeds from the event will benefit both Broadway Cares and the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender Community Center in New York City. Now, this year, things will be a little different with Broadway Backwards than normal. This virtual event explores how the isolation of the COVID-19 pandemic has specifically affected the LGBTQ community. The show will feature Jay Armstrong Johnson as a new, as a New Yorker who hallucinates a fantastical journey guided by a late night television host portrayed by Jen Colella. Perfect. New, yeah, which just sounds I like would, my dreams. Yeah. I was going to say, well, Kind Shut of up. like your dreams. Shut up. Um, I would watch a late night talk show hosted by Jen Colella, though. Of um, course. The, 
these there will be new performances specifically for this event um and they will be merged with full um ensemble numbers from previous editions of the show to create a Broadway backwards that feels distinctly of the moment. Cynthia Revo, Andrew Reynolds, and Titus Burgess and more have joined the already star-studded cast, which we've talked about before. Now, while they have similar themes and are generally around the same time of the year, they're usually both mm-hmm. in the spring, Broadway Backwards is in fact different than MCC's Miscast. Miscast allows performers to sing a song from a character that they would never normally play, whether that's because of gender, race, age, type, whatever. Well, Miscast for this year, because it will also be virtual, has put out a call to theater fans to perform a 30-second snippet of their favorite song from a role in which they would never traditionally be cast. These folks will then be entered for a chance to be included on the Miscast 21 broadcast coming up on May 16th. Submissions are currently open and will be through April 16th. TikTokers will need their videos to be 30 seconds or less and must tag at MCC Theater, that's E-R, and use both hashtag MCC Miscast Me and Miscast 21. Participants without a TikTok account can submit a YouTube link to uh, an email address we will have in the show notes. Now, Ashley, we've seen so much creativity from theater folks mm-hmm. on TikTok over the past year. I feel like just going down a rabbit hole of those two hashtags would be incredibly entertaining in sure. and of itself. Yeah, we got a whole musical because of creativity from TikTok uh, over the past year So with Red yeah. Dewey. Uh, so what song are you going to submit? <laughs> um, what do you I don't know, do? Ma- Make them hear you, maybe. That's Ooh, always been one of my favorites. That's or, a good one. or, um, what's the, um, Endless Night from Lion King? I love Ooh. me some Endless Night. I, I think that's an underappreciated oh, that's gem. Very underappreciated. Yeah, I love that song. So, very uh, nice. Uh, so maybe I'll do those. I will not be doing those, but I, if I were, <laughs> those would be it. Uh, <laughs> I have a TikTok. I love me some TikTok. But I know. I've never posted a TikTok. I know. You're a big TikToker. Uh, I have it's been I haven't been as into it lately just because things are busy, but I can't imagine myself ever posting a TikTok. Mm, but mm-mm. anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, fi- the final story here on April twelfth, Broadway sings will present a ninety-minute Zoom interactive concert event. Remember Broadway? Question mark. 2.0. This event will kick off a series of concerts that will happen on the 12th of every month until Broadway opens up safely again. Each event will feature live performances from eight different Broadway stars, as well as Broadway games, trivia, and prizes. Partygoers will be able to interact with the stars as well as take part in Q&As throughout the night. All of the events will take place on the new online platform, Broadway Sings Party! Exclamation point, parties all caps, so I had to go, party. Oh, of course. Uh, it's that's like what panic that was about. at the disco. Party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> party at the disco. Yeah. Um, the first event will feature Eden Espinosa, Demarius Copes, Matt DeAngelis, Gerard Canonico, um, Corey Mock, Mary-Kate Morrissey, Jelani Remy, and Carrie Renee Fuller. Of course, if you would like more information on this or any of the other concerts and events, that I mentioned in the section, we will have links in the show notes and at broadwayradio.com. Solid. Very solid. I'm most, I'm, I love all of those, but most looking forward to uh, Broadway Backwards, of course. Already in my schedule, already ready to go. 
Very good. Very good. All right. Let's take a moment real quick before we get back into the news to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Ashley, I have never heard of Audible.com. Could you please tell me what Audible is? Yeah, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. You can find the largest selection of audiobooks, original entertainment, and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. Their newest plan, Audible Plus, gives you full access to their popular Plus catalog, where now you can listen to thousands upon thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. Yeah, so over this weekend, I put together a new bookshelf, which I actually posted a picture. Yes, um, looks so, great. Yeah, I love, I've got two of these bookshelves. They're gorgeous. But um, as I was going through, I was putting books on shelves. I haven't gotten to the point of organizing them yet. Because oh, uh, you got to get them on there yeah. first, then you organize yep. them. Absolutely. Um, but I, f- I realized I have two books that I bought a couple years ago when they came out. Um, that are sequels to a book that I love that I haven't gotten to. And I figured Audible might be a great way for me to catch up on them. They are um, Mycroft and Sherlock, The Empty Birdcage, and Mycroft and Sherlock. They are sequels to the book Mycroft Holmes, written by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Anna Waterhouse. Interesting. The first one, which came out in 2015, is an amazing book. It is so good. Um, And I am very much looking forward to the next two books, which I just kind of forgot that I had. Um, So whether I Mm. read them or listen to them on Audible or go back and forth, um, I'm very much looking forward to catching up on these things. And uh, what's great about all three of these Mycroft Holmes books by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Anna Waterhouse is you can only get the audiobooks on Audible. You cannot get See, them anywhere knew. else. They knew. They're catering to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate them. <laughs> Visit slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500 500. That's A U D I B L E dot com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500 500. One more time in case you needed to write that down and you didn't get to the end of it. Visit <laughs> audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial today. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news with a handful of other stories to start your week. In a recent interview, Alan Menken confirmed that one Adina Menzel and James Marsden will be returning to their roles of Nancy Tremaine and Prince Edward, respectively, in the sequel to the film Enchanted called Disenchanted. Obviously. The film is currently filming and will eventually be released on Disney+. Plus. Of course, um, Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey have already been confirmed to be mm-hmm. returning to their roles as well. Now, for something completely different, on Friday, the state of New York announced a new voluntary platform that will allow people to confirm recent negative PCR or antigen test results or provide proof of vaccination to help fast-track the reopening of businesses and event venues in accordance with New York State Department of Health guidelines. It's called Excelsior Pass and has been developed in partnership with IBM and supposes to keep all of your information secure, and it will work similarly to mobile airline boarding passes. You can either get your little QR code thing and print it out, or you can use it on your smartphone, and participating businesses and venues can then scan the QR code with an accompanying app 
to verify proof of COVID-19 negative test results or proof of vaccination. A number of major venues, including Madison Square Garden, have already said that they will be using this technology to get people into the building. Mm. And honestly, Ashley, the reason I want to talk about this is like, I don't think it's out of the question that some or even a lot of theaters will use this as well, especially if it helps them curry enough favor from the state to potentially open sooner rather than later. Because we know no matter what plans the Broadway League doesn't make, Mm. um, (laughs) everything... (laughs) <laughs> Everything is up to the state. So if enough theaters, if the Schubert's and then the Nederlanders and Drew Jampson and everybody else says, hey, we'll sign up for this so we can have the little scanny scan yeah. thing. Maybe New York State's like, OK, look at the theaters. They're doing this right. Let's let them yeah. open a little sooner. I could definitely, definitely see that happening. I could, too. I was talking about this earlier because I was talking about it in terms of sports, finally convincing my very, very stubborn, nearly 67 year old father to get the vaccine because his main concern is that he wants to see baseball games again never mind me but that's fine uh so (laughs) not true uh but you know baseball is in tandem um so we're talking about this in terms of yankee stadium and how like this is kind of the thing that needs to happen for all kinds of venues at this point that either you show um i think the current uh plan for yankee stadium is that you have to have a negative test within three days of attending a game or prove vaccination, which is assumingly what this is going to be as well. Um, you know, recent negative PCR tests being within the past three-ish days, three to five days, yeah. or your vaccination. So, you know, that's for the most part outdoor event or outdoor venues moving to theater, as you said, all, almost all of which are indoor venues. Um, this is gonna, I, th- I think you're right. I think this is gonna be the thing that kind of pushes the hand of the state and saying, yeah, we're, we're, we're still shooting for fall regardless. And I think fall is the safest point, but it keeps it from being spring, you know, it keeps it from being later than what we're planning because yeah. the theaters are doing exactly what they need to be doing. And I think, you know, at this point, theaters are kind of, they, they seem like they're willing to do anything to get people in the doors as soon as possible. So they'll, they'll yeah. do this. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like, I've actually been fairly impressed with what the very little information we've gotten from theaters mm-hmm. um, has been positive. It's not like they're just right, going right, to do right. whatever and let people in. The one no, thing that I will I say mean. though, I, I mean that if there is a plan to be had, they're going to cooperate yes. and do it. The only thing that I haven't heard much about is I haven't heard at all from very many Broadway or from New York theaters and no Broadway theaters is mm-hmm. what are we doing about ventilation? What are they doing about HVAC systems? Like, I'm assuming that that's not as important if everybody is vaccinated, but we know not everyone's going to be vaccinated. So, like, what's the plan to make that safe when theaters do reopen? I I hope that at some point we get that information, but I'm not going to be holding my breath. No pun intended. (laughs) Nice. Um, On a related note, though, I just wanted to throw this in. On Friday, New York City Comptroller uh, Scott M. Stringer joined the calls to expand vaccine eligibility to members of the theater industry by sending a letter to Governor Cuomo and the state's health commissioner urging them to prioritize theater and entertainment workers for the vaccine, especially as some venues, as we've talked about, 
will be able to reopen at extremely reduced capacities in just a week or so in and around the state of New York. So um, hopefully this gains uh, a lot of steam as both the Comptroller and the Mm -hmm. mayor of New York City uh, are pushing for this currently. It feels so bizarre. It's been so long that now that we're talking about actually reopening, I mean, when we're talking about extremely reduced capacities and some venues opening, we're not talking about Broadway, obviously, as we've reiterated many, many times, as they would not be able to open and be financially viable. Um, but I have been getting press releases from like off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway productions, and that's still so bizarre to me. And I kind of have to like – tell myself like i've been vaccinated i could go do things again and you know obviously still be safe and wear my mask and everything but it's it's been so long that my brain doesn't know how to process that information we've all been rewired yeah Yeah. absolutely all right let's close this uh show up with a feel-good recommendation and this is a new video and song coming to us from black theater united They uh, released a new song and video, Stand for Change, which is going to serve as the theme song for the organization. Um, It was written by a pair of NYU professors, uh, David Schroeder and Phil Galdston, and features 13 incredible uh, musical theater stars, um, including... uh, uh, Black Theater United founding members Vanessa Williams, Billy Porter, Audra McDonald, Darius DeHaas, Norm Lewis, Brian Stokes Mitchell, Lilius White, Allison Tucker, Michael McElroy, Natasha Yvette Williams, LaShawns, Wendell Pierce, and Capathia Jenkins. Um, it is very cool. The video is awesome to see all of these folks standing on a stage together. It is very, very cool. It's a great song, and I have a feeling that um, – as Black Theater United continues to have more of a say as to what's going on in the reopening of theater, this is a song and a, an organization and a cause that we will hear more about Very cool. uh, in the coming years and years, Ashley. I hope so. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for this Monday. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful week. Don't forget to follow us at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon, where you can get every single Broadway radio episode before it is released, as well as other fun incentives and goodies. Have a great Monday, and we will talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) 